You're listening to The Tactical Kitchen. I'm Melody Behrens, certified chef and nutritional therapy practitioner. And I'm Steve Behrens, 21-year special operations veteran and certified personal trainer. Together, we are here to share our experience on the ketogenic lifestyle. Don't forget our disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only and should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. We're not doctors, and we don't play them on the internet. Now, let's get ready to chew the fat. Mmm, bacon. Well, 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 welcome back to the Tactical Kitchen Show. (laughs) This is going to be the Daylight Savings version. The Daylight, are we going to shorten it? The shit has hit the fan. It, It really has. Like, this whole week, everybody's probably seen the meme where it's like, uh, this week is daylight savings time, a full moon, Friday the 13th happens this week, and the coronavirus is out there. Good luck, friends. Wash your hands. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> we talked about the coronavirus last week, but apparently we still have to talk about it this week a little. Apparently it's still a thing, and it's not going away anytime soon. So It is not 86. Because <laughs> this is the 86th episode. Yeah, this is episode 86. So we were just talking about where that term something gets 86 comes from. Yeah. And I wanted to just sit here and say it has firm roots in the culinary world. And then Steve was saying it's military. And it actually is kind of both because it, one thing we found was that in an army mess line or in the Great Depression during... Did you say meth line or mess line? Meth. Math, when they were handing out math. No, mess. <laughs> <laughs> so in a soup kitchen line, mm-hmm. a normal pot of soup, a big pot of soup held like 85 cups. Mm-hmm. So if you were the 86th person, you were out of luck. You were out of luck, yep. And so a lot of people are feeling that this week with a few items in the store. They're 86th. They yes. are out of luck. Out of luck. You cannot get toilet paper. And you're shit out of luck because toilet paper is seems to be a staple now. You know, it's really funny because we were just talking about how it's such a luxury to have toilet paper. Yeah, if you're going to rush out and buy something that you have to have, toilet paper is not on that list. Mine was coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Mine was coffee. I was like, put that first on the list. Yeah, so toilet paper and hand sanitizer apparently has become a huge commodity. It's crazy. I mean, we have a friend staying with us this weekend and... He went to go buy some hand sanitizer, and there was none. Yeah. So so, so this is a really funny story. So we have uh, my best friends in town. Uh, he came in town to drop off a uh, an old motorcycle that he had. So apparently I can fix it. He doesn't want it anymore, um, which is fine for us and my dad. So uh, he's in town, and he's, you know, he's since he's in town, he's going to visit everybody. But everybody's sick. A lot of people are not sick with the coronavirus. No one's sick with the coronavirus. However, they do have other illnesses that, like, you know, maybe the flu. Just as dangerous, really. I don't know. <laughs> well, well. IDK. Well, you know, my mom has a flu this week, and, and so she's dealing with that. And, uh, you know, but everybody he's gone to visit have all been sick. Mm-hmm. And, he's stay, and he's staying here. One of his grandkids is sick. He went to visit him. <laughs> you know. Came back here. And talking about how... They're sick. And I'm like, why are you at my table? Yeah, no, I just laugh about it because I'm pretty confident in our immune systems here in this house. We've been been pretty good at it. So, um, uh, But it is funny. It's a really funny coincidence when you start looking at all the other things that prior to this week, where, you know, coronavirus was already going on and we're talking about 
daylight savings time, just that in general, changing that has a huge effect on everybody. Right. And I thought this was I thought this was a joke when you told this to me. I think you told me this last year and we talked about it, but we've never talked about it on the podcast, how actually daylight savings time we see an increase in things like heart attack and stroke in yeah. the in the two to three days afterwards. That's that's crazy. And and I had I've been saying that for years and when we started talking about it, I was like, Well, I don't want to say it on the podcast unless I have some actual facts to back that up. So I looked it up, and it's true. It's about a 25% increase that first week of daylight savings time that there's more heart attacks. Yeah, if you can believe what's on the internet, it's 100% (laughs) true. Yeah, I read it on the internet. I read part of an article on the internet. There were several sightings of a study that was done in 2014 where they did look at it, and they looked at the data over the years, and there seems to be... A 24 to 25% increase of heart attack and stroke over the next, you know, over the, after, after daylight savings, the spring forward, particularly Mm -hmm. not the fall back. Everybody loves getting an extra hour. Right. No one really likes giving up the hour again when it hits spring. So, you know, everybody gets a little off. I know myself this morning, I felt like a turtle, man. I was just like. What day is it? Where am I? <laughs> exactly. And, and and for us, it's not a, a huge deal. It was great this week that our son's spring break started this week. So there was no school. So he didn't have to get up you know, at the same time, which would have been actually felt earlier for our bodies. So we got to skip that. But just the whole morning, it felt like you were kind of behind because of the time. Yeah, I woke up later, which was actually like not late. <laughs> if the time hadn't changed. And it just messes with your head. It kind of messes with your psyche a little bit. And I know if we experience that, you guys probably experience it too. A little bit of lethargy today. There's actually a term that goes around right now for people who are at work and um, maybe feeling a little bit tired because of the time change. There, change. There is a term called cyber loafing, and apparently yeah. it's a big problem in the workplace over the next day or two. Yeah, I guess people going to work tired, they really don't feel like doing any work, so they're on YouTube watching videos of cats or something. I know, it said that the Google searches for things like YouTube, music videos, ESPN, anything not work-related really increased on Monday and Tuesday after time change after springing forward, and it's just they termed it cyber loafing. People are just loafing around on the internet. Yep. No. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I know I did a lot of that when I worked for the government. Um, so, yeah, that's funny <laughs> that it just seems to be this week. Oh, and by the way, the stock market crashed this morning. Have a good week, everybody. Have a good week, everybody. That's a way to start it out. Uh, and it's probably because there's no toilet paper. Exactly. It was a toilet paper crisis, which crashed the stock market. I don't know. Don't believe that. No, it's not true. It's It has to do with, all, you know, like the whole global economic system and the coronavirus and crude oil demand and all that kind of crazy stuff that kind of crashed the stock market. So, um, you know, everybody just take a breath and breathe. It's going to be okay. Uh, there's not a toilet paper shortage. It's, it's an artificially created shortage because everybody yeah. bought what was on the shelf. So, um, it's going to be all right. Nobody freak out. Right. And like we went to the store, what was it, Saturday? Mm-hmm. And there was plenty of toilet paper where we live. So apparently Texans are like, I don't really care. I'll use my hand if I got to. So everyone here is good. I'm up in North Texas here. We haven't seen an influx of 
shoppers purchasing every piece of Charmin that they can get their hands on. <laughs> well, there's some some local stores were out. Well, yeah. I'm sure that some of the smaller stores may have like a problem. I haven't been to Walmart. We'd have to go to a Walmart and see what the chaos is there. Yeah. Well, so. you know, there's uh, toilet paper, as we were talking before, is a luxury. I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> I really like having toilet paper. I wouldn't want to be caught without it. But like I said, like you said, it's not really a staple product. And we talked a little bit about how we were preparing just for the just-in cases. Um, a lot of you guys have sent me pictures of your local stores where everything is gone. I really feel for you. Um, you know, hopefully you were able to prepare a little bit. It will get that. restocked. It's it will. not going to be a big deal. It will. Um, you know, it's. I think there's a lot of panic. And... Um, people create more panic. It's just interesting because I'm, I know it's dangerous. We don't want to discount the danger of the coronavirus. No, absolutely not. Um, but the flu is also pretty dangerous. And just, you know, let's let's keep everything in perspective. All of you people, plus us right here, we carry staph infection around in our nose all the time, 24-7. And you could get a staph infection from anyone picking their nose and then touching an open sore on your body. So people are gross. We just understand this. <laughs> Wash your hands, everyone. Wash your hands. Well, okay, people have lived without toilet paper for millions of years. This is not something that we had to have before. And there's still a large group of people in this world, millions of people who don't use it at all on a daily basis. Okay. Right. If you've traveled uh, the world at all, you've come across these places and, you know, they don't have toilet paper. They do not use it. And I'm not saying that that's what I'm going to. I'm not. I'm still going to, if I have it, I'm still going to use it. But I'm saying it's not a staple and you can totally get along without it. <laughs> this is the toilet paper episode in case you haven't <laughs> noticed. So. It's, yeah. It's a pretty, you know, it's just something to talk about though because. Uh, people are out there freaking out about toilet paper when it's really something that you can get by without if it was to run out. It's a first world problem, my friend. It is not going to run out. We're going to have plenty of toilet paper. I don't know. If if not, you better gather your leaves. Mm, I had to drink some of my essential coffee just now. Yeah, my <laughs> that's really what's more essential. Coffee. Coffee. Okay, so we can we can we can change from talking about you know something that it's kind of gross to coffee. Okay. Something we've done. I like trying to uh, for me personally taking out heavy cream and dairy is is a good thing for my my knee function. So I've uh, been drinking uh, a lot more black coffee. And you know I'm really proud of you because when we first got together, if you remember, <laughs> ten years ten oh years ago, <laughs> if you recall, remember I, remember when. Um, I drank strictly black coffee. I put nothing in my coffee. And then you influenced me a bit, and I started using some half and half and some flavor and stuff. And then we went on this whole keto train. We started using heavy cream. Mm -hmm. Well, now I found it hard to go back to black coffee. Mm, yeah. And I'm drinking my black coffee right now with no heavy cream. So I know I have a lot of clients, we, we do, that I encourage to go dairy-free when certain aspects of their health are compromised. And I'm right here with you guys. I'm doing no dairy in my coffee. I'm not liking it as much. I prefer the raw heavy cream um, when I can get it. But here I am drinking black coffee. I, I, I like it. I'm, I'm getting pretty used to it. But the mm -hmm. point is that I have goals and goals take sacrifices. 
They do. They absolutely do. So if you really want to get somewhere, there's probably going to be a, a sacrifice that you have to make. And one of one of my goals is to be, you know, we're starting to get into March now. It's starting to warm up where that gets into better running weather. So I'd like to, you know, I'd like to drop about 10 pounds. And running is one of those things that helps me uh-huh. uh, kind of like get that, that weight loss moving. And But if I'm drinking a lot of dairy, heavy cream... My knees don't like it, and I don't run. Yeah, it's harder to run. I ran this morning. Um, I did three miles, three murderous miles. They were hard today. It was about 61 degrees, 20-mile-an-hour wind, but it was 90% humidity outside. Man, humidity will just suck the life out of you. Yeah, and it was, you know, it was just really hard today. And I don't know, I've kind of developed this thing that I do when the run gets really hard. And I was really disappointed that three miles was such a struggle. But that's that just getting back into running. It's always like starting over. So I've developed this thing where I start doing like long division in my head to distract myself. It's super <laughs> weird. I don't know why I started doing that. But then I started doing what I call Obama math. And in my head, you know how they Obama changed math, right? No. Okay, so four minus three is what? Should I do this on the episode? Yes, it's gonna right be, now. It, yeah, it's going to be one. It's one. Yeah. But if it's Obama math, I was making up Obama math problems. Core, you know, the core math, like they changed the way you do math. So I was doing in my head while I was running, I was like, so Billy has 40 oranges and he subtracts 100. <laughs> And then he adds back 103, and then he takes away one, and he has one. I mean, I was making up these problems in my head, and I was, like, checking them to see if they actually worked, and that one probably wasn't working. But it was like I would read when I was homeschooling the math curriculum, and it was such a bizarre math. So now in my head, I try to reformulate those Problems. It takes my mind off running. So you're talking about the Common Core math. Common Core. I couldn't think of the the name of it. It was awful. No, it was awful. And our our son was going through school. Like he was in the fifth grade when he was having to do a lot of the Common Core math. And not exaggerating, he would bring things home that was math related, and I did not understand them. Right. And so I try to do those math problems in my head. I make them up as I go. Like a simple problem, like four minus three is one. But no, not in Obama math. Well, you know. So, the run was horrible today. Plus, I did math. <laughs> but getting back into it, yeah, it, I feel like this uh, this winter time, I didn't really plan to bulk, and I didn't really call it a bulk, but I feel like I bulked. Mm. Oh No, I, I felt like I did too, because, I mean, just looking at my journal before, you know, December was there, I, I was down to about 173, 173, 175 was my average weight. Now I'm at 186. Do we have to talk about weight? <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't mind talking about how much I weigh. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so, you know, I know that I, over the, that time frame, I put on about uh, 10 pounds. And, uh, you know, now I'm at the point where I, I'm, I do not like you 10 pounds. I want you to go away. So there's a couple sacrifices that I need to make, one of them being dairy and heavy cream to get my body back down to that weight uh, so I can do all the activity that I want to do. Right. And I know that over the winter time, without having those long runs, I was looking back at my personal journals and seeing how much running I was doing. I was really burning through a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, then you tap into those fat stores really well with that long endurance stuff. And without having that throughout the winter, and I kind of kept my eating the same, but that doesn't necessarily work because I wasn't really utilizing a lot of that energy all the time. Mm-hmm. I just lifted heavy this summer and I feel like I've put on more muscle. Um, but I also feel like with that came a little bit of extra that I'm ready to I'm ready to drop for the summer. Yeah, it's getting that time of year where, you know, you start to kind of get your summer body going. You know, you want to start pushing towards that. Yeah. Are you getting bikini ready? I'm getting speedo ready. Speedo ready. (laughs) Speedo Steve. Yep. I'm going to start running around the neighborhood in my speedo. So I want to look speedo ready. Okay. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you know, just trying to get all that stuff moving. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that that you start to be able to do, like you're outside more. Uh, You know, you can run longer. The weather's better. Um, When it starts to get hot, of course, you're going to sweat more. So you're going to push that fluid easier all those things are going to start to happen so um but that's the beginning the black coffee uh i know dairy doesn't work for me i was having a lot of problems last year at this time with my knees Mm -hmm. and i don't want to go through the same thing so you know just reminding everybody that if you you got goals you might have to make some sacrifices and you know i was thinking about that that i've gotten i think i said this to you the other day and some of you guys may feel this way you want a certain thing, but you're not really ready to feel the pain of going through the process. And that's kind of where I've been. I want to do some certain, you know, maybe let's call it, let's just call it, a, I want to do a keto cut. I want to cut a little mm-hmm. and I want to get the layer of fat off. I want to see some more defined muscle But I haven't been mentally ready yet to put myself through that pain process because it's not comfortable. I don't care what anybody says. It's not going to be it's not going to be fun because you have to be a lot more in tune with what you're doing. Um, You know, and you have to be a little more strict and really think about it. And I just haven't been ready for that. But I think I'm getting there. Yeah, and I feel the same way. I mean, you know, we talked earlier about having having company in town and, and daylight saving times. Either one of those two are going to throw off your schedule. Mm-hmm. So now you have company and it daylight savings time. So, you know, our Mondays are usually pretty regimented. We get up, we have our coffee, we, we, we work out, uh, you know, we have our first meal, we do a podcast. It's pretty standard. And when it, anytime you get thrown out of that, you kind of feel off. Right. So, like, you know, today, you know, with with company in town, they don't know what your schedule is. Mm-mm. So they're on they're they're doing the best they can on on their time. So uh, things just get thrown off, and you're going to have to accept that and deal with it. And again, if you're not very motivated, you might just skip your workout, right? Or just skip your run, or and not get to it. And that's okay as well. But just be aware of what you're doing and try to really. If you really have a goal, buckle down and find the time to get it in. You know, and that that almost happened to me this morning because it was later. I had some work to do this morning, had some client, you know, client stuff to go through, had one appointment uh, early, and then it got around to be like 10, 15, and I was thinking, oh, it's too late for me to go for a run. Mentally, I was checking out, Mm -hmm. and you were going to get on the bike and ride, and and it looked kind of crappy outside, and I almost just skipped it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna. It's gonna be hard, but I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. And it was just that one single decision to get out there and do it. And I never regret going and doing that workout. 
And some of you may not be in the place where you're working out yet. And maybe every day you think this to yourself, well, I want to work out, but I just can't. I don't know if I'm ready. Once you make that first step and you take the walk or you make the little short jog or whatever it is, you won't regret it. You're going to look back and say, I'm so glad that I did that today. And that happened to me this morning. I mean, I almost, almost didn't do it. Almost. Almost. You know, and we also talked last week about uh, traveling, you know, being on the road, driving, having to deal with meals and, and poor sleep and crappy pillows in the hotel. You know, that's going to happen to me again this week. I'm going to be on the road for three days. So uh, preparing for that and already in my head, I've already planned when I'm going to work out. Right. So not just leaving it to chance. I've already said, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get there at this time and then I'm going to immediately go work out, knock it out. And then the next day, here's when I'm going to work out. So have that already in my head when I'm going to do it uh, helps me get it done because it's on, you know, just like any, anything, it's on the list of things to do already. Right. Uh, if it's not on the list, I'm probably not going to do it. I like lists. I like them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge list maker. That's why I love keeping a journal. And I will do that. And I thought that this week, today, this podcast, we really... The spring forward is kind of like a new season, right? Mm -hmm. So we're stepping into this new season. And something I sent out uh, as an email to some of our clients, I wanted to talk about that a little bit too, that how with every new season in your health journey, you're going to have times of being super motivated, like self-motivated. You won't have any trouble stepping out that door to get the workout done or making the time for it, or eating right, making the good choices. But then there's going to come those times like, you know, it's the, the motivation just goes away. We don't know where it goes. <laughs> where, where did you go? You stole my mojo. Right. So we don't know what happens sometimes, but it is so natural. And sometimes there's a real easy explanation for it. Um, but sometimes it's just part of the ebb and flow of your health journey where you have a lot of motivation and then there might be a day or a week or a month where you're just like, you're having to fight for it every step of the way. Right. But know that everybody does this and this is com- This is normal. It's is not normal. even just common. It's normal. Very normal for everybody to go through those, those you know, uh, ebbs and flows of how you feel and how much and how hard you work out. Um, and that's why writing it down, like we talked about, is just a great idea because when you're not motivated, if it's already written down... Ooh, the train agrees with me right now. <laughs> saying yes, yes, Stephen, I'm on a schedule as well. <laughs> they are on a schedule. They are on a all night long schedule, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have those and they're already written down, it's so much easier to knock them out and uh, and acknowledge the not very motivated. Because if you acknowledge it, then it makes it not so bad. But if you try to ignore it, uh, it, it it just seems to make it worse. So. Just know that you're going to get through those times and then come out the other side and be grateful for what you did during that time frame. And then that will just make your new workouts much better. Exactly. And, you know, I don't know if this affects our age group more than it does younger people. I don't really know. Um, but I know being 40 and over, sometimes you're just like, well, what's really the point? You know, <laughs> so, some of us feel that way. Some people feel that way. Well, I'm over 40. It's too late for me. And that's something we've talked about a lot, that that 
mentality of, well, I'm already too old to get started. And I want to just say, you know, that is absolutely not the case. No, it's not. And, you know, when you're younger, it's way easier to skip workouts and, and come back and, and not feel like you've lost anything. I mean, I remember that as well. But when you get older, it's, and I, I tell this to a lot of our clients, it's way more important to be consistent than it is to be intense. And that, I, every time you say that to someone, I have to really take it to heart myself because I find that if I'm not going to feel like being intense, I'm like, what's the point? Right. But, and that's how we associate working out very often. But, you know, it's it much better if you have 10 consistent workouts mm-hmm. than three or four intense workouts. Right. And I really applied that to my run this morning because I get in that mentality that if I have to walk at all during the run, that it wasn't really a run, mm-hmm. you know. And so I remembered that, that my intensity wasn't as important today as it was just the fact that I did it. And I kept moving and I got some time on my feet. And that's where a lot of people will just skip it because they don't feel like super energetic. But a lot of times just going through the motions is way better than it is way better than not doing it at all. Right. And, I, you know, I wanted to run, but I didn't, man, I didn't feel like my knee was up to it today. So I did an hour on the bike. And, and if I can get an hour on the bike, I felt like I really did something because it's just about the sweating. It's about the, getting the blood moving and the lymphatic system moving. It's not the fact that I was on my feet running. Honestly, for me, it's probably way better to do more biking than running at my age and at, and at you know, and looking at the issues I have as well, probably more intelligent, but I like running. Mm-hmm. I feel if I get out and I ran six miles or I ran for an hour... I really feel like I got something in, even if uh, I kind of deal with some some pain issues afterwards. Yeah. It's just, you know, I used to always, like I said, I always hate to get started, but I love the run once it's going. Mm -hmm. And especially once I get back into doing doing that regularly, I just feel so good. I feel like I've accomplished something. Mm -hmm. You know, a great example, we almost didn't get this podcast going today. That's true. So like we almost didn't because I, I, you know, I have to drop my drop my truck off to get you know something fixed because I'm traveling tomorrow. So I, I have to get it in today, and then we have a company in town and they wanted to do something as well. And so everything was just getting all out of whack. But then at the last minute, things changed. You know, changed appointment time. Something else popped up for for you know Sean doing something in town, and boom, a window opened up. So we said, hey, we've got time. Let's just jump on there and get it done. Yeah, not that y'all care. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you do. But we did want to talk about the daylight savings time. Um, Not scare you that you might have a heart attack tomorrow or today. today. You already had one. If you Mm -hmm. saw what the stock market did, you probably had one already. It'll be fine. It'll be fine, though. Come on. It's the time to invest. Whenever the stock market goes down, start throwing money at it. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. So... But yeah, we, we almost didn't do this, but we wanted to address the daylight savings time, mm-hmm. kind of how ebbs and flows come and go with your health journey. And when we start a new season, you have all these seasons in your in your your time trying to get to the optimal health. Um, and just share a little bit about what's going on with us this week. My run was super hard. I don't know. How was your day? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, that's, that, that's great, you know, when things are, are hard. It, the harder they are, the more, you know, the more gratification you get from doing it. Yeah, I came back and I was like, you asked me how it went, how it was, and I was like, <laughs> it was hard, but I did it. Right, and that's the thing. 
just get out there and just do it. Absolutely. We don't really have a whole lot of other things to say today. No, hey, you know, it's going to be a busy week for for everybody. And uh, like I said, we already have a lot going on this week, but everybody does. I know, and I have something so cool to share next week, but I can't share it yet. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. So anyway, I think that kind of wraps up this episode. Um, I really appreciate you guys listening. We hope you have a great week. Go out there, eat fat, and prosper. Thanks for listening to The Tactical Kitchen. Hit subscribe and leave us a review. Don't forget to send your questions to dtkquestions at gmail.com.